in a world where Mondays are taken over by a machine. Welcome to Machine Mondays. Hello, 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 Machiniacs and Schmodown fans, and welcome to another episode of Machine Mondays. I'm Janine the Machine, and first off, as usual, I gotta give a huge thank you to David B for creating this awesome track for me, the official machine theme. Thank you so much, David B. And if you wanna check him out, you can find him at David B Music21 on Twitter. Also gotta give a huge thank you to Kevin the Smasher Smets for that awesome voice intro. I love it so much, and we love you so much here at It's a Wonderful Podcast, Kev. Kevin is currently fighting a battle with colorectal cancer, so if you want to support him, please check out the link to his GoFundMe in the description of today's episode. Also, if you just want to send him some love or some positive vibes or check out his awesome Star Wars KOTOR movie, you can find all of that at his Twitter, at Smets. But let's get into today's episode. We have a bunch of awesome matches to talk. We have a big pay-per-view to discuss, so let's just get into it. So first up, we have Griffey Nooms versus Mark Hoyk. Uh, a rookie versus someone who's been in the league for a long time. Uh, definitely a very underrated player and just hasn't uh, had the luck to kind of get over the edge that he's needed, but definitely a great, strong player. Um, he had some really great moments uh, last season, particularly in the horror free-for-all. I believe he got the MVP in that. So yeah, I, uh, definitely someone who's hungry for a win. And Griffey Nooms, a new rookie who also seems pretty hungry himself. So was definitely curious to see how this match was going to go. Um, after round one, it was five to six. Griffey actually taking a lead there. Um, then Griffey goes first. He spins away from Black Cinema. He gets Spinner's Choice, or uh, opponent's choice, and is given uh, Black Cinema. Uh, so he misses the first. Um, but there's no uh, steal. It's, uh, was, he went to multiple choice on that one. Um, he gets the second, the third, and the fourth correct. So pretty solid on something that he actually spun away from. Uh, Mark, uh, he spins away from fantasy sci-fi and then ends up getting disaster movies. He misses the first question. Uh, Nooms gets the steal. He uh, gets the second on multiple choice, gets the third and fourth correct. So then it is 14 to 10. Nooms leading going into the final round. Uh, so Mark does definitely have to gain some ground in this final round. He gets the two-pointer correct. He misses the three and he gets the five correct. Uh, so it's 17 to 14. Griffey, he gets the uh, two-pointer correct and then ends up getting the three correct for the win, 19 to 17. Uh, so yeah, definitely a little bit of a struggle for Mark, a tough loss uh, for corruption. Um, I know he definitely has just been in this crazy position where he's been so close to stuff and he's gotten some really big matches and he just hasn't had that opportunity. He did talk about his history of trivia. You know, he was on that show, uh, Beat the Geeks, and, you know, he has this kind of really epic trivia legacy. Um, so just to not be where you would expect him to be at this point in his Schmodown career. I'm sure is really frustrating because I think he's an amazing player. Uh, so hopefully he gets another opportunity this season to do some big things because I think he's actually a really great competitor. Um, but congrats to Griffey Nooms coming out the gate, new rookie playing an established player and coming out with the win. So pretty impressive there and curious to see what he does going forward. Definitely someone to look out for. 
Um, next up, we had a Star Wars match between Eric Whiteley and uh, John Hoey, two new competitors. So I was excited to see how they were going to do. Uh, pretty solid both in the round one, eight to nine, Hoey leading after the first round. Uh, Whiteley, he went first. He got a new hope. He uh, got the first correct, the second correct on multiple choice, the third correct, the fourth correct on multiple choice, and the fifth correct. Uh, Hoey, he uh, got Return of the Jedi, and he swept completely, making it 16 to 19, Hoey leading going into the final round. Uh, Whiteley, he got his two correct. He got his three correct. Then it bounced it back to Hoey, who got his two and his three. Uh, Whiteley needed the five to stay in the game, and he misses the five, giving Hoey the win. Uh, so definitely super competitive. Definitely some solid knowledge, particularly with the uh, kind of question bank in Star Wars getting whittled down with every match that happens. Uh, questions just getting kind of more deep cut or just kind of even more surface just to find things to uh, get questions about. Um, so, yeah, I do not envy Star Wars players with just the amount of questions that are being burned through um, in these matches which is just going to give them kind of more deeper cut stuff. But I think so far, a lot of the Star Wars players have definitely shown their skill and have had some impressive knowledge. So I think it was smart for a lot of managers who didn't really look into things like this last season, really putting that effort into drafting a solid Star Wars player, because that is something that could really just get you some, some easy points for sure. So yeah, definitely some great impressive Star Wars knowledge. I am not somebody who knows Star Wars super well. But I always love watching these matches and just kind of how competitive they get and how deep cut the questions can go. So yeah, definitely a fun one to watch. Then we have another singles match between two rookies with Bradley Tingle and Ty Lieberman. And again, just always excited to see how these rookies do. Keeping my eyes on them for future competition. Um, definitely just really curious about the fresh new blood coming in so definitely was watching this match for that it ends up being six to six after the first round uh ty goes first he gets sigourney weaver he sweeps uh then bradley goes he spins away from sly even though he has like a huge sly and arnie even though he has a huge poster of arnold schwarzenegger and true lies behind his head um he ends up getting classics uh he looks like he's doing pretty solid he gets the first correct the second correct he goes to multiple choice on the third he misses uh, lieberman gets the steal there he goes to multiple choice on the fourth and then lieberman gets a second steal making it 16 to 10 uh, Lieberman leading going into the final round. Uh, so Bradley has to kind of bank up some ground. He gets the two-pointer correct. He gets the three-pointer correct. And then that last five-pointer, he misses and Lieberman gets the win. Uh, gotta say, really seeing a lot of personality from Lieberman. He seems to be a perfect fit uh, for uh, the Finstock Exchange. I think not only did he pick, you know, a lot of rookie players, for, I guess, you know, this big dossier of, of research. <laughs> um, but he also picked like these quirky, weird personalities that fit pretty well with the Finstock Exchange, these, uh, you know, grandiose uh, characters. So, uh, you know, I am a fan of people who invest time into character work and all of that stuff in the Schmodown. So um, while the Finstock Exchange is pretty obnoxious, <laughs> I can't fault them for having some really solid 
albeit ridiculous character work. Uh, so the scarf, the wine, uh, the attitude, the flowers, all of that just definitely plays very well into the Finstock Exchange. And just kind of nice to see some people playing up the character stuff. So that was definitely fun to see. And he seems to have some solid knowledge. So definitely Lieberman is one to look out for, for sure. Now, of course, we have the big pay-per-view match undercard. Stacey Howard versus Kevin Smith was super excited for this match. Stacey has been an amazing personality and has been sorely underrated in this game. She is the queen of these late pulls, these last guesses of things she hasn't even seen just, you know, in the back crevices of her brain. Uh, She's been kind of epic with those things. Um, against Kevin Smith, who has proven to be a really solid player and like somebody who has a lot of like major shit going on, but he seems to really love playing this game. And I really appreciate that. So this was definitely a match I was excited to see. So spoilers, of course, going forward, um, as this hasn't quite aired for everyone yet. So Stacy versus Kevin, uh, Kevin, he goes perfect in round one. He gets the bonus question. They award him, but then Stacy ultimately challenges. I do believe he answers like the life and times of Harvey Milk when the answer was just the uh, movie Milk. Um, and there was an, a documentary with that similar name. So the challenge was he was naming the documentary, not the actual film with Sean Penn. The challenge is upheld as he did name a documentary and then Kevin kind of comes in with a fun, albeit kind of rational thought for his challenge. He did kind of call out some like silly answers that he gave for other questions while still naming the movie. He he did kind of have long winded answers. So he said, you know, you still accepted those, even though I said other things before saying the title. So wouldn't that apply here that I did say milk, um, but I did say all of these other things before I said milk. So how does not not equate to the same thing? So it was a very kind of wishy-washy kind of challenge, but like it actually kind of made a little bit of sense. Uh, But they do ultimately award Stacey the challenge, not giving him the bonus point. So it is a one point lead for Kevin going into round two, eight to seven. Uh, Stacey goes first. She spins away from Stephen King, ultimately getting Spinner's Choice and going for Nora Ephron. She misses the first question on multiple choice. Kevin picks up that steal. She gets the second correct, the third correct on multiple choice and misses the fourth, giving Kevin a big two point steal, making it 10 to 11 before he's even gone for his round two. He spins Whoopi Goldberg. Um, He ultimately sticks with it. I feel like maybe he probably put Matt and Ben and Batman on the wheel, but he you know, decides to uh, stay with Whoopi, considering a second spin to be a bit cowardly. So I don't know if that was a little dig at Stacy, but that was his kind of thought. So he stuck with Whoopi and he did really well. He got the first correct, the second correct, and got the last two correct on multiple choice, making it 17 to 10, uh, going into the final round with a huge lead. Uh, so Stacy definitely, again, a situation where she was going to have to pick up some ground. She got her two pointer, her three pointer on a really amazing pull as per Stacy. And then ultimately misses the five, giving Kevin a win by TKO. So huge win for Kevin Smith. Definitely, he's now has a couple wins under his belt. Um, so really curious to see where he goes from there and who he plays next. 
definitely just love seeing Kevin Smith in the Schmodown. It's a perfect fit uh, and was kind of a long time coming. So to have him, you know, getting wins in his sophomore season and really having fun with this game and learning the rules and, you know, he's a perfect match with Koi. Uh, I just love watching him play. So I think uh, he's definitely a great fit and really excited that he has time to do the Schmodown. It's just so cool um, to see that happen. So yeah, definitely a great undercard match there. Now we get to the big title match. Dan Merle trying to get the belt back from Adam Collins. So getting into this big championship match between Adam Collins and Dan Merle. Uh, tough round one, uh, really neck and neck, uh, seven to six. Adam leading by a point. He decides to spin first. He spins away from 2000s. He ends up getting DreamWorks. Um, he gets the first correct, the second correct on multiple choice, and then the third and fourth correct. Dan, he gets Halle Berry. He spins away and ends up getting the courtroom legal thrillers and ends up sweeping the round, making it a tie game, uh, 14 to 14, going into the uh, wager round. Round three, uh, Adam wagers three, Dan wagers three. They both get the question correct. 17 to 17 going into the speed round. Uh, Adam, after the speed round goes perfect, getting all 10 correct. Dan missed one and you saw the moment he missed it. He knew he got it wrong, um, making it 25 to 27. Adam leading going into the final round. Dan, he gets his two. Adam gets his two. The classic back and forth. Dan gets his three. Adam gets his three. Dan gets his five. Only for Adam to miss the five and Dan regaining the championship, getting the belt back for the dungeon. And Dan is again the singles champion. Wow. A great back and forth, a, a knockout drag out fight. Uh, definitely was a hard one to call for sure. But I'm feeling OK because I knew Adam Collins five pointer. So that's that's given me a little confidence boost going into this upcoming uh teams tournament uh that me and my amazing partner Jacoby are gonna have against uh Deception. So uh Adam is not flawless. So it was good to see. So I was definitely watching this match with a lot of uh insight and research and studying. So yeah. <laughs> uh he is not perfect. So um definitely really excited for um, a match against him, really excited to face him. So uh, this was fun to watch and definitely kind of look out for certain things. Uh, but yeah, crazy Dan getting the belt back. I think it's going to be a tug of war all the rest of the season uh, between the two of them for the singles belt. Definitely excited to see how that goes. But congrats to Dan being the champ again. Uh, the dungeon is riding high. It's definitely, uh, you know, a total switch from last season with how the standings are going, but, um, not counting out the stars, you know, we are definitely in a good position to, uh, make some things happen. So I'm ready to go, <laughs> but definitely uh, another great week of matches, um, and some more exciting things coming up this week as well. So this week we kick off with Star Wars, Adam Witt versus Thomas Harper uh, on April 14th. So really excited to see Adam. He uh, had a really great showing in Star Wars. So I'm really excited to see him play again. Plus he's just a great personality and he always comes with some fun entrances and some fun comedy. So uh, really loving Witt and excited to see what he does against uh, this newer player, Thomas Harper. So definitely going to be a fun match. Uh, then we have Jeffrey Kahn versus John Flickinger on... Uh, 
Thursday, April 15th. You know, John Flickinger, he has, you know, successful YouTube channel, always talking movies. As a singles, uh, he seems like more of an inner geekdom person, but, you know, we'll see how that goes. And Jeffrey Kahn, a new player, don't know much about him. You know, one of these newer, you know, secret, you know, uh, stat-filled, uh, dossiered players from Finstock Exchange. So definitely curious to see how that goes. And then on Friday, April 16th, we have uh, Ben Goddard versus JTE. Ben Goddard had a great opening in his debut season, JTE kind of coming back into the game. So this is definitely going to be an interesting match and really curious to see how that goes. Uh, so yeah, definitely a very fun week in Schmodown. If you want to see the schedule, it is on the schmodownlive.com. So check that out. And yeah, thank you guys for listening to another episode of Machine Mondays. Uh, just fun, chill conversation about Schmodown uh, from a machine's perspective. So thank you guys for just listening to my match recaps and my little in-between ramblings and thoughts. I always appreciate it. But of course, this is not the only show you can find on the It's a Wonderful Podcast feed. Of course, we have Morgan Hasn't Seen every Wednesday, where I force my dear co-host Morgan to watch things he hasn't seen. And we are celebrating his birthday this month at the end of the month. Uh, So this whole month we are doing time loop movies, you know, birthdays deal with time. So why not uh, do some time loop movies? So this week we are talking source code. Definitely a a good one to discuss. For sure. uh, A a little confusing (laughs) Uh, on that one, but uh, a good episode. So check that out on Wednesday. And uh, of course, on Friday, we have the main show. It's a wonderful podcast where we talk classic films. Uh, Morgan is the constant host over there. I switch off hosting duties every other week with Nolan Dean. Uh, So please check that out. Uh, We have you covered on the It's a Wonderful podcast feed every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Find it all places podcasts can be found. Uh, We also have the It's a Wonderful podcast YouTube channel. We're doing some really fun things over there. Uh, Morgan does some fun videos. Uh, I am doing a top 100 movies review series. Uh, So stay tuned for my video tomorrow where I'm doing a little review on Hot Fuzz. Uh, I make a little themed cocktail, have my little snack after watching the movie I sit down and do a little review of my thoughts of the film based off of this really cool top 100 movies uh scratch away poster that I got so I'm just kind of picking random movies off the poster and sitting down with a cocktail and a snack and doing a little review on the movie for you guys so that's a fun series I'm working on so episode two of that will be up on the it's a wonderful podcast youtube channel tomorrow uh we are also doing some really fun Cobra Kai discussions my co-host of course Morgan as we mentioned has not seen a lot of things and last month we covered the uh Uh, Cobra, um, the Karate Kid series of films for the first time for him. So we decided to then go have him watch Cobra Kai for the first time. So we are doing some really fun discussions on uh, the the seasons of Cobra Kai. Uh, So we just uh, did a discussion on season two. So please check that out. That's up on the YouTube channel as well. We also do some really fun watch alongs. We uh, have a Mortal Kombat watch along coming today. Uh, It's going to be really fun in anticipation of the new movie coming out. Another first time watch for Morgan seeing Mortal Kombat 1995 for the first time. It's definitely going to be fun. Uh, And for the end of the month to celebrate Morgan's birthday, we're watching a movie that he absolutely 
absolutely loves uh, the live action Scooby-Doo movie. So it's going to be a really fun birthday celebration watch along with costumes and all. So the whole Scooby gang might be there for the watch along uh, at the end of the month. We're looking at Sunday, the 25th of April to do that. So please stay tuned for that. All coming on the It's a Wonderful Podcast YouTube channel. We are definitely trying to build and grow that and do some really fun things over there. So please check it out. Like, share and subscribe over there. Uh, We also have the It's a Wonderful Podcast Patreon, where we have some really fun tiers. You can vote in polls, pick bonus content. Uh, You get monthly artwork, um, custom logos. Uh, We do fun Sunday live streams where we just sit down and chat with our patrons. So definitely some fun things over there. So, you know, if you want to support us, that would be awesome. Uh, So check out the It's a Wonderful podcast Patreon at It's a Wonderful One on Patreon.com and find the tier that's right for you. Uh, Find me at Janine Devine underscore on Twitter, Janine Devine on Instagram. Find the show on Twitter at It's a Wonderful One. Yeah, if you want to get any merch or check out any of my artwork, uh, you can find all of that at my TeePublic shop at G9Design on TeePublic.com. I think that's it. I think that's everything. Uh, Thanks again so much for listening to another episode of Machine Mondays. You know I love talking Schmodown with you guys. Uh, So until next time, guys. XO, XO, Machine out.